0: Hey everybody, this is Logan. And this is Kurt. And we have a deal for you. Tickerbot Games, the company that brought you Goldstall, is giving you a heck of a deal through us. Through the month of September, you can get 20% off of Goldstall. Gosh, I love that game. Yeah, that is one of our family favorites, isn't it? It sure is. And you know what else is awesome? You actually get free worldwide shipping to anywhere in the world. Cool. Darn right it is. Go to tinkerbotgames.com right now. Use the code MFGCAST20 when you're checking out to get this great deal. And what makes this a really good deal is Tinkerbot Games is based in England, so if you're here in the States or in other countries, it's the international shipping is quite a lot. So that's a great deal. You get 20% off and you get the free worldwide shipping. Worldwide. <laughs> And remember, if you don't buy this game, then I won't get to eat tonight? What do you mean I don't get to eat? Oh, well, you read it, so it must be true. What? This is the MFG cast, live from the epicenter of Board Games. I'm Kurt. this is D-Wyatt. I try to do it like a Monday night football thing. Yeah, try it. You know, why not? I was excited about it. It might not have went well. I do love
1: the fact that I don't get to know what these are beforehand, so it's also new for me each and every time, which is great.
0: Yeah, so you get to be you get to shake your head with the rest of the crowd. Uh, I love it. Uh, How's everything to, been, man? Yeah, pretty good. How about yourself, man?
1: Um, not, not too bad. Not too bad. Summer That's is finally winding down. The month is almost over.
0: Yeah, it's it's starting to not be as blazing hot as it's been. Holy smokes! And
1: it's still disgusting out here. Man.
0: Yeah, it is. Like it I'm is. just
1: waiting to see cars sink into the asphalt like dinosaurs <laughs> into the tar pits.
0: Yeah, no kidding. I definitely feel like I've sweated off a few pounds this summer. Holy smokes. This episode, we're going to be talking about games that kind of have like a story concept to them. It's like, you know, if you're you're trying to get your group to kind of break the ice on some things and, you know, kind of do some like improvisation and stuff like that. We're going to be talking about some of the games that kind of bring out your inner, you know, improv person, improv, what do they call those guys? Improvenality. I have yeah. no idea. <laughs> Improveness. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, like should, I should. know that because I I watch and listen to a bunch of that stuff. But yeah, I don't yeah, know.
1: it's like a chance, like to you know, be a little creative, have a little fun, something besides like uh, the classic apples to apples or cards against humanity. You know, it's because uh, you know sometimes you're not sure if that's the game to break out with people because you know you like cards against humanity like the whole point is to be loot. so when you play it with your friends it's fine but when you play it with somebody you don't know and you get that look and you're like this is the last time i'll ever be seeing you at this table. yeah
0: yeah yeah exactly <laughs> the first person you have ever met and you're like and then somebody garbles wait a minute okay well that neat card needs to go away it's like yeah
1: the only thing worse is your mother wins shit and like you just see the guy staring at you breathing heavy you're like i'm not i'm not playing that card I mean, <laughs> I mean, <it's> this one. <laughs>
0: yeah yeah exactly yeah there's better icebreakers uh, but before we get into that, let's talk about what we're now playing. Um, I'll go first. I was able to finally play a physical copy of a role player. Can you believe that? Right. Uh, yeah. The only time I've ever played it is with Dan online on Tabletopia, which is still very fun. If you, you know, if you have Tabletopia, play it. If you have some people that are far away that you don't want to that you can't play with, this is like that's the best thing to kind of play it on stuff like that. It's a small thing to play each month, but. I, I recommend it. But um, we were able to play a copy that Dan sent me after I was able to he had a little board game auction to raise money for Path of Play for us. And so I was able to play that finally with Tracy and the first time I was I played it online with you, you taught it to me and it's been so long I was like, you know, should I bring this out right now? And Tracy hasn't played it, you know, is this is this gonna be a game that kinda, you know, takes forever and, you know, you know, it might be a little too challenging for me to, you know, for us to pick up and play. And boy, I tell you, it went went fairly straightforward. I think the rules description, you know, for that game is like so streamlined and it's so very easy to kind of get into. And uh, we played and Tracy really dug it, which is surprising to me because when it comes to anything that's kind of fantasy related, she doesn't really care for it because she doesn't like D&D. She doesn't really like that kind of theme or whatever, but she thought this was kind of cool, and I love the concept of like. I feel like this is the only game where you're basically making up your character stats. You know, it's like, you know, usually, you know, when you do that in like D and D and stuff like that or Pathfinder, it's like, okay, God, I would just I just wish this would just be over so I can have this guy made or have this girl <laughs> made, and then I can just go out and play. But this game takes it to an takes it to a level where it's you know it's fun to kind of make that character up and you you know use the cards to kind of help you out to. Uh, Kind of describe what how your character is and stuff like that, whether they have you know armor or skills and stuff like that to kind of add to it. You know, it's it's a cool concept, and it's weird because it's like, I feel like this is this could be the only game that has that because it's like, how are you going to make another game that's like this that's going to be different enough where people are going to be like, oh, that'd be kind of fun to play.
1: Yeah, I like the I like the whole concept of like you know you're drafting out the dice but it's not just the numbers, like the colors matter and where you place those dice and you know, your player order for going to the market. Like there's a lot of fun choices in that game. And it was funny cause I remember when that and Sagrada came out around the same time. And I was like, oh man, like, is there going to be room in like a collection of like, from like no dice drafting games to like two of them in the, like the same month. <laughs> and you know, it worked out well. Cause what's funny is like, when you won the auction I was getting ready to send it out to you and then uh, I was like, I asked him, I was like, oh, you know, you want to play this one last time before we send it to Kurt? She goes, sure. And we played it. And she just kind of goes like, man, I, I like this a lot more than I thought I did. I'm like, me too. So I ended up just ordering you a copy off Amazon. So I kept like, <laughs> <get> my copy. <laughs> it's like, that's nah, it's good enough. You, you gave it to charity. You deserve it. Yeah. But it's like, yeah, it's it's really fun. And what's so funny is like, that, that game was so hot when it came out. Oh, yeah. Like everyone was talking about it. Then it felt completely wayside, and at, like I mentioned to you, like I listened to like ten or twelve different board game podcasts. No other show has been like, yeah, man, like you know, we were playing role player again the other day. It's like it seems to have disappeared. I was surprised when the Kickstarter for the uh, minions and monsters came out. Like no one really mentioned it. I don't know how good that expansion is. I do want to try it sometime. Mm-hmm. But that base game is super fun.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's it's a cool concept. You know, I always love dice drafting games myself anyway so it was kind of fun to play and i won it too so that kind of puts the icing on the cake i had a i had a nice (laughs) night that day because we actually we actually played two games where i won both games by a point (laughs) i was like holy crap i can't believe it i actually like mathematically made myself win which doesn't usually happen i'm usually like oh i won what do you mean you know this one i'm like Okay, if I do this one, I'll get three points, and if I do this one, I'll have four points. So if I wouldn't have thought that out, I would have been tied. Tracy would have had more gold coins, and she would have won. So I actually played the game the right way strategically. I'm very proud of myself. Give myself a medal. Cha-ching.
1: So what character did you have at the end?
0: Uh, I had a druid, but I can't, remember he, I can't remember the other statistics with him. He... Oh.
1: I, I do love it when like your alignment is like psychopath and you're a paladin and you're like sure why not.
0: <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Yeah, I think mine. I think mine was good. I think I was. Man, I. I don't remember. I just remember he was. You're a, just so
1: happy you won. You don't care. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: I just remember he was a dragonborn druid. Oh, he had a sap story too. But yeah, it was cool. I it just everything kind of came together. Yeah, I wish I would remember that. It would have been kind of cool to remember all those things because it's like that's the kind of main things you remember when you're kind of making up your character and you're ready to go you kind of know their backstory and what's you know what what their classification is and stuff like that so yeah I just I don't remember unfortunately sorry
1: <laughs> I'm glad you had a good time with it though man
0: yeah yeah that's yeah, fun what about you
1: I so lately uh I've been playing like two games a couple of times we've been doing a little more of the century East and wonders uh, because I find myself in such a weird spot man I I don't know if I really like the game or not it's like, I enjoy it, and it's something different. But, like, when, every time I played Century Spice Road, I was like, man, this thing was really cool. I can't wait to do this again. And every time I play Century East Wonders, like, win or lose, at the end, I'm like, did I have a good time? I don't know. <laughs> like, so, what are you getting hung up on, then? I See, that's the thing. It's like, I don't know if I'm, like, missing out on something. I feel like the opening, like, ten rounds are pretty much always the same for people. It's like, you're scrambling to put up those, like, trade houses because... You don't want to have to pay spices to get them. So everyone's like running around putting up every free trade house they can on the ports. And I'm just like, I don't know, is there a way we can just like draft out who gets what ports in the beginning or something? Like, (laughs) you know, just like skip out those like first like seven rounds at like, because I've played it with about eight different people so far. And almost every time the opening rounds were like that. Wow. Uh, Like, I like the upgrades and everything else. But I I think the other thing too is like, even though you can like randomize maps, you still have to kind of structure them. Because you can make a very broken map otherwise. Hmm. We did, like, a random shuffle one time, and there was, like, three islands very close to each other that just had, like, a great chain of systems together. So all of us were just in there.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, it's like... Because it was like, well, you know, we can get, like, all four colors in here, so it's like we're just going to keep hovering around here and then just racing to whichever port is open at the time. Hmm. So... You know, I feel like maybe like when you randomize it, you've got to spread them out, or each person can vote for one swapper or something. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, it's I know it's I know I don't dislike it. Yeah. You know, but also the other thing I'm always wondering too is I'm like, man, like did I just overhype it in my head so much? That that's I really never have looked that's what, what I would. That's
0: the last, That's the next thing I was gonna say. I feel like you were just like, I'm gonna love this. This is gonna be the best thing ever. And then you're like, well, you know, maybe not so much.
1: We did two two games of the um from Sand to Sea also. Like oh, you used did. the Century
0: Cards. Yeah, so how does yeah, that work? It's,
1: it's not bad. Um, you do lose a couple of the actions from Century Eastern Wonders. Like uh, some of the upgrades go away, you can no longer just free harvest because you have to play the cards. Mm. And for me, I felt like that part slowed it down. Like because it was like if you need to like build up on spices to build the trade houses, it's like I play my harvest card, I recovered my harvest card, I play my harvest card, I recovered my harvest card you know as opposed to just harvesting for the two spices every turn yeah so it it was like you know i'm like "Ah, it's not bad um i i mean i'm still giving it more plays so i you know i'm wondering if like i'm wondering if at some point like a switch will flip and i'll just be (laughs) like there we go there's the bliss yeah (laughs) Yeah, maybe
0: maybe you just haven't figured out the game like how you want to play it you know or maybe maybe everybody hasn't found the way how to play it and maybe you're just playing it differently from where you know where they had naturally intended it and maybe that's what's hanging you up
1: then it may or maybe i just need somebody to be like oh man that was awesome when we're done i can be like
0: yeah that was awesome <laughs> like, you know, it's like, yeah because i'm it's sure like that's what you do it. every time you're mm-hmm. like every time somebody plays a game and they're like this game sucks and you're like it does doesn't it because i don't have a, <laughs> i don't have a hive mind to myself <laughs>
1: Well, it's, like, because, like, with Eastern, um, with Spice Road, a few times after playing it, people are like, oh, man, this thing is, like, really cool. Where can I get this? And I was, like, like that's always an awesome sign, like, when somebody wants to, like, you know, go out oh, to yeah. get the game, like, but, like, that didn't happen with Eastern Wonders yet, and I'm wondering if, like, I just need to be, like, oh, everyone around here does like it, and, that, like, it's not just me, <laughs> you know, like, or something like that, so. Um, that, and the only other thing is, um, we've been wrestling around with the networks again. That's the uh, the Formal Fairy games, you know, Gilhova, the thing about like running a TV station and getting, you know, putting on your programs and stuff. It's really fun. It's like really cool. Like, you know, it's like a little like action selection game. Like, you know, you're taking shows, you're taking uh, celebrities, you're taking advertisements and all these things to try to make the best lineup possible. It's pretty short playtime. Like, you know, we got to usually play it in about like an hour, two, three players and stuff like that. It's definitely enjoyable i'm really glad that the kickstarter stuff is supposed to be coming in soon though because the problem is like the tv shows themselves there's only so many in each deck Mm -hmm. so once you play it like two times you've kind of seen every show just about oh so knowing that more on the way because like that's the fun part of the game you're like oh you know like i'm putting the guy who dies in everything and our official like you know like the sponsor of the show is going to be like you know like uh like you know plaque attack toothpaste and it's like you know like the show is like you know like uh, like and all the shows are mockeries of other shows like, yeah like pull instead of leverage yeah and stuff like that and um I, I i think i may have mentioned before like one of my favorite shows is like the ncis yeah, like you know, stuff nice. like that but like looking forward to more shows and uh things like that i would love it if you can even like if they included a few blank cards i was seen. just
0: gonna say yeah yeah I, I bet you you could probably skin your own and just make your own cards which would be kind of fun yeah that would be a good you know on the fly you know make everybody laugh kind of thing you know
1: yeah i, I was saying the cam i was like you know if we sleeve the tv cards we could just make it where it's like copy the stats to cost so this way we know it's like equal in game power and balance or whatever and then just like name it whatever we want and stuff
0: yeah, exactly.
1: But, yeah, so, uh, like, with with the, um, exp- you know, the additional content coming in soon, like, new ways of playing. Like, I know they made, like, the networks behave differently. Like, one of them is, like, Netflix. One of them is, like, PBS, where you actually do pledge drives, and other players, can, like, <laughs> give you money. And if they do, you give them, like, rewards that they can cash in.
0: That's hilarious. Totally so, right.
1: uh, yeah, and the emails came out from Gil Hovis. So that stuff should be launching out soon, so... Cool. Um, like I said, I enjoy the game. I'm um, like I was like, man, just like a little more would be cool and hopefully it'll be here soon. So Yeah, awesome. Uh so Perfect. one other question for you. Like uh so again, you know, with the month closing out and everything, have you had any like did you see anything this month where you're like, Oh man, I gotta pick that up or anything like mind blowing in news or anything?
0: Uh, you know, I'm trying to think if there's anything that caught my eye. You know, I feel like this year is very blah for me you know like just as coming out of gen con and stuff like that you know i just i thought there would be like all of these games i would be like oh this would be cool you know like you know everybody's talking about everdell i think that would be kind of fun to play but i'm like you know that's one of those games that's just it's too much money for me right now so i'm like maybe i could put that on a christmas list to you know to play and stuff like that but yeah there's like the only other thing I'm thinking about is, you know, Coimbra, cause just because I'm just in love with wanting to play that game. And uh, it's another one of those I think I'm going to have to wait until Christmas to play it because it's just, yeah, it's, you know, things are tight right now and we're, we're kind of, you know, sitting back and playing the games that we have and stuff like that, so nothing is really, you know, catching my eye. And it's funny, too, especially, like, right now I'm, I'm actually coming up with a Christmas list because my family's actually way ahead of schedule and asking me for stuff. And I'm like, Gosh, there's really not a lot that I want, you know? There's, like, some older games and stuff like that that I'm like, you know, eventually I would really like to play these and, you know, a couple of small ones like, you know, like Not Alone. After we played that at Maple Stock and you kind of hyped it, I was like, God, that game is kind of fun, you know? It that's is a, fun. A yeah. lot in that little <laughs> box, you know? And, you know, just a couple of other, you know, kind of throwing games. But, yeah, nothing that really just wowed me, you know?
1: I, I saw one announcement that it was kind of funny because I, I my response was like,
0: oh, "Damn it, I kind of want to go for
1: this now." Um, Stegmeier <laughs> put out that they're making between two castles of Mad King Ludwig. Oh, jeez. Where, yeah, so it's like it's a crossover with Bezier Games, and it's going to be the between two cities, except the castles of Mad King Ludwig design and concepts.
0: And I'm like, oh my god, I'm gonna like that. Because between two, <laughs> so, but... <laughs> what was that? So it's like, it's, so it's like a shared universe, like we talked about in one of our previous episodes. Yeah. can you believe it?
1: I was like, you know what? Maybe he heard us, or maybe he knew <laughs> our wish. Because Stegmeier is yeah. awesome. Exactly. And uh, yeah, and it, it doesn't come out for a little while. So I'm like, all right, cool. Like you know, I can I can <laughs> still hold on to my not buying board games for a little while. Like you know. As, uh... Like, you know, we I got this thing where I'm like, I'm like, all right, man, I want to be debt free by 50. I got to just everything, every single bill. I don't want to owe anyone excessive money <laughs> yeah, So just yeah, have exactly. everything done and paid off. It's like, I got time, but every year you get older, man, those years get shorter. Like, Agricola is real. Like you know, when you're early, you know, you're like, "Oh man, I got so many actions each year." And then towards the end, you're like, "What do you mean it's over?" It's like...
0: <laughs> yeah, and it's funny too because you know we've talked about this in our previous episodes. Like we've got um we've got a lot of games. We don't need anything right now. We could just replay the ones that we have, or play the ones that we haven't played that are still sitting on our shelves. You know, but it's all that you know that culture of like, oh, we need more and more and more. And it's like, no, you don't just play the games you have and you know be happy with them especially if you know other people that have them too it's like there's a plethora of games you could play right now you don't have to get the new
1: yeah and speaking of which we got some pretty cool games to mention yeah and uh and the good thing is let's just say you wanted to acquire some of these games they're like they're in the smaller price range they're between like 20 30 bucks and stuff like that and these are pretty good games to when you get together with some of your friends like You know, you might, like, you know, have some barbecues coming up. You might have, like, you know, a couple of gatherings between, like, now and the holidays and all that. Or, you know, you might even be, like, you know, taking some classes and, you know, you want to, like, just mess around with a little something between class. So these are, like, all, like, those, like, you know, little, like, social creative style games. A little something to get those juices flowing, you know, have a little fun, get some jokes. And uh, it's, like, so the idea, you know, we were saying earlier was, like, almost like your chance to pitch something, you Mm -hmm. know? And part of this was inspired by, uh, there, was, there was a Kickstarter not too long ago called Pitchstorm, where it's like you're pitching movie ideas, and I was like, man, that sounds really cool. Like I kind of want to back that. And I mentioned it to a few friends, and uh, one of my buddies was like, uh, why don't we just grab a whole bunch of blank index cards and make up our own version of Pitchstorm? I'm like, that sounds better and cheaper. Let's do that. And- <laughs> <laughs> so, But a few of these games. Uh, so we're going to start it out with uh, Snake Oil. Why not? now snake oil is from back in 2010 and i didn't even realize that this game is uh, not too far from its like 10 year birthday now you remember a while ago we were also mentioning those games where it's like a long time between expansions oh yeah um snake oil decided to uh release release a like kind of standalone but you can mix it with the base game called snake oil elixir in 2015 so five years after the first right uh done by Jeff Fox, Uh, the publisher is like Out of the Box Publishing, and a few others. So the concept is really easy. Somebody is going to get a card where they are the judge. So Kurt, you will be the judge, and would you like to be a daredevil
0: or a tailgater? I'll be a daredevil.
1: Okay. So everyone draws six of the item cards, right? And it's all different words that you get to, you're going to combine two of these products, right? So you're a daredevil right so what I'm gonna go with is now as a daredevil right you don't wanna you don't wanna get hurt on the job because your livelihood is just taking risks all the time right you never know what can happen you know broken bones stuff like that you need to make sure that you got a safety net but you don't want to look like you know a sissy on the set right you know you're you're a very manly daredevil there so to make sure that your assets are protected may I suggest that you get the monkey avalanche. It's a swarm of monkeys ready to quick run out, grab you, run you to the hospital. Now, let's face it, you know, sometimes in the city traffic is busy, right? Those monkeys will just carry you over all the parked cars. They'll take you through the back alleys. They will get you there as fast as possible. And nobody wants to get in the way of a swarm of monkey avalanches running into that hospital, carrying a man, screaming at the top of their lungs. So may I suggest the monkey avalanche for your safety. Nice. Right. And that's like snake oil. Like somebody else might look at like two other cards. Now, sometimes you get like weird things, right? <laughs> it's like, like, uh, I don't know what I can do with this. So I'm going to pitch to you, good sir. The paint rake. You see, uh, rather than blowing yourself up, you just use a paint rake to make it look like you're on fire. You know, don't have money for digital special effects. A paint rake can take care of all that. Like sometimes the mix, the mixes of the product don't do well, but the fun is trying to make them work. You know and what's really nice is the game is super simple because whatever the daredevil thinks is the best product for him, he gives that person that character card, and you go around the table, each person is the judge's once, and that's it. Whoever has the most character cards wins,
0: yeah. Right? And I, I like the fact that you know, and I like with these games too, and like there'll be some people that'll be like, okay, well, I Don't have a brain for that kind of thing. It'll be very hard for me to come up with something, you know, on the fly. And then I won't be able to sell it. And then it'll be, you know, it won't work out very well. But it's like, you know, just think about this, okay? Think about you watch like Naked Gun or some of these movies that kind of make fun of other movies and stuff like that and have inside jokes and stuff like that. Think about how like some of the dumbest things that have been said. Are the funniest things you've heard and make people giggle and it's like oh my god that is the worst thing like when you said paint rake and you're like well you know you make it look like you hurt yourself well if it's a rake you're probably gonna hurt yourself anyway so you're not gonna be able to tell where's the blood and where the pain <laughs> kind of comes in into play
1: i i just pulled two more cards out of the box and this is perfect for a daredevil there's surgery tarp you, know, <laughs> you don't want anyone to see them broken bones. That's for the doctor to take care of.
0: Surgery tarp keeps all infections out. Nice. You know, things like That's, that. Yeah. It's yeah. It, out of sight, out of mind with the surgery tarp. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the old stunt the old Daredevil don't look so good. Put a surgery tarp on him.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, another game that kind of you know, plays to that kind of thing too. And uh, it's funny, because I was just looking it up, because it was one of the things I actually wanted to put on my Christmas list, because I've been wanting to play it, and it's not a... I haven't seen where it's available yet, which is kind of interesting, but it's uh, News at 11 by Floodgate Games, and it's that game where you're you're writing down stuff, and you're trying to kind of go through your own newscasts and stuff like that, and you can have things get thrown to weather and, you know, and sports and stuff like that, and... What were you you look like you're gonna say something what you
1: I I remember hearing about that and I'm like where is that game I heard about that a long time ago
0: mm-hmm. yeah it's still it's weird because it says it's going to be available June 2018 but I on their website you can't get it yet and oh I don't know if people have gotten it yet I hope they have
1: i I remember what it is it's a Kickstarter so you'll see it by like january of 2022.
0: Yeah, well, and the sad thing is, is, it's Floodgate games, and they're usually pretty good about that kind of stuff. So maybe they're, you know, maybe they're finalizing some other things that just haven't, you know, quite worked out. But we played this at GenCon when we were there in 2015, and the guy that the guy that uh, showed it to us, um, it must have been a friend of uh, of Ben from Flood Floodgate Games. Um, and I've said this a million times, but. It, uh, I think his last name is Harkins. I can never remember his last name. I'm pretty sure that's it. But he's the owner of Floodgate. But it seemed like that year we, like, it was like he wherever we were he was, and it was just cool. Like we went to Con kind of the north, he was there. We went to Gen Con. Okay, it was only like two places, but still, yeah. you know, you
1: go to get coffee, he's a barista. <laughs> he's yeah, right. Running a ticket by your card, him with the copcat. Yeah, he's yeah, like, exactly. Oh God. And he's
0: just the nicest guy too. <laughs> But he's like, here, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have my buddy. I can't remember his name. And he's like, you know, we'll do it, you know. And he just sold it, and you know, even Tracy, you know, who doesn't like these kind of things, she was playing it, and you know, and she was like trying to come up with stuff, and some of the things that were just ridiculous, but it was just funny, you know. So we're all just laughing, and even the guy, like he's, pro- you-, you could tell he's. He's had a long day. He's like showing everybody the game and he's like, okay, this is this and this is that, you know, and he like, even he was having a good time. You could tell, you know, he's just kind of like, he's like, oh, that, you know, that was pretty funny and that was kind of silly or whatever. But, and then he was throwing other stuff in and then he even showed us a card where like somebody had used permanent marker and it couldn't be erased. And he wrote something totally inappropriate, which I will not say, (laughs) but we were both just kind of laughing like, oh my God, I can't believe that, you know?
1: i'm really curious if uh if what happened was that game was like slated and you know everything was in the works and then sagrada came out and they're like i'm sorry we sold how many copies in that game more <laughs> of this please yeah, <laughs> order 80 coming. million more of those dice we are printing cash this is our nintendo ds <laughs>
0: <laughs> that could be it that could be it but yeah, yeah. this is that's a game that I I think no matter who you play with, your family, your friends, that's a fun little game. It's, again, it's cheap. It's silly. It's got a lot, a lot cooler things. You know, it's got a lot lot cooler things. It's got a lot of different things that, you know, mix it up, you know, where it's like sometimes even like your producer can be like, okay, now we're going to this, you know? So like, even if one of your players is having a tough time, it's like, okay, well, we'll switch to this person. And then that person can talk it up a little bit and maybe give that other person some time to kind of think of something else and add to it, you know?
1: Yeah, like that that one sounds really good too. So I really do hope oh. that like, you know, we, we see that within the next like, you know, four or five months. Cause I I was really excited to hear about that when it was in the works, but alas, not yet. So the the next one I got for you, and this was something we got to try out at PAX actually, and we got to uh, meet the designer, uh, Steve Bailey. Uh, his nickname is like Steve like Raslo Bailey, which you'll find him online on Twitter and stuff like that. He usually posts onto Razzle. Uh, so billionaire Banshee. Uh, the artist is his brother, Stephen McNally, and it's by Breaking Games. Now, Billionaire Banshee is pretty fun because the play is, like, again, another really simple deal. Everyone gets two cards in the beginning of the game. There is a date and a deny card, right? And then each person takes a turn drawing a quirk card, and then there is three different perk cards. Now, this was a really cool idea he did. There's, like, S&M bear on the back at some. So if you're playing with, like, you know, your folks or, like, you know, kids or something, you just take the uh, SNM bear out. There's the rainbow unicorn, where it's, like, if P- you know, this is, like, fantasy and, like, you know, sci-fi style stuff and everything. So if somebody's, like, oh, that's stupid. I don't want, you know, why would she be an elf? You can take these out. And then there's just, like, the regular cards, right? So so the perk of this person is, like, so let me quick give you the quick concept. So the concept of the game is it's a perk and a quirk, and it's would I date this person? So you're gonna put down like your date or deny card like face down if you think I would or I would not, right? So take for example, my person, their perk is they're great at giving piggyback rides. Even to adults, they can go super long distances, they keep a good walking pace, and it's a very comfortable ride, right? That sounds cool. But their quirk is they have absolutely no pop culture knowledge at all. They never had a TV or a radio, they don't even know what music is. They've never seen that movie that you love so much. And they really have no interest in it.
0: Yeah, but right? they give piggyback rights. Come yeah. on.
1: So it's like, so you would say date or deny, right? So it's like, I pick my answer. Like everyone puts down their card face down. I put my card face down and then we flip, right? Now it's not just like matching my answer. Like So say I said date and Tracy said date and Kim said date. It's like you know, like oh, they both get a point, right? But you can argue why I shouldn't. You know, like you can be like, no, man, think about it. You love Fight Club. Imagine every time you say a line from Fight Club, she would just be like, "Why are you saying that?" I'm like, "That's a good point, man. I don't know if I can deal with that." (laughs) And I can actually change my mind and change my answer. So it's a game like where you can appeal to the other people. You can appeal to it,
0: yeah. But then you could be like, yeah, but. They don't know pop culture references and stuff like that because they're a robot. Wouldn't that be cool, piggyback <laughs> robot? Come on, I,
1: I do like one of the uh, the perks is they have a pouch you can ride in. They can carry your weight. <laughs> they sometimes insist you ride in it. It's really warm inside the pouch, and there's even nipples
0: inside for feeding. It's like, oh gross!
1: <laughs> I don't know if that's a perk anymore.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say you re- you were really selling me until the nipple parts, and then I got kind of grossed out.
1: Well, like i like this quirk like they have the intelligence of a 10 year old it's like so in other words they're dating someone from my local area <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh sick burn on the homeland <laughs>
1: <laughs> but again it's it's another one of those games where it's like you know um when we played at pax like we did a round of it i'm like i think we kind of got to pick this up and play it with strangers play it with friends really fun times like the, just the reasons why you should or should not date somebody based on what they are is hilarious. Yeah. Like you know, it's like it's like she has her own lightsaber, man. There's no such thing as doors view anymore. She can <laughs> cut down your phones. Like you have to date her. It's like, That's okay. It's like yeah, but <laughs> that perk is like that quirk is she hates all my friends, so she'll cut you down. It's like I'll take that hit, man. It's a lightsaber. I'm going to go out for that. <laughs> date her. I'm willing to take the hit, just date her. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> so that one's like pretty fun. It goes, and again, it's like, what's kind of like nice about this one is uh, you can even just, most of the social games, like when you play only like three or four players, you're like, eh, this kind of sucks. This game at three and four players is kind of fun because you just do a quick round. Like, All right, like that was five minutes, let's do something else.
0: Yeah, I think something that's kind of cheap in the aspect of that, but may take a little longer, um, and this is something you may you may be able to break into like sections like say like you have a, a little gaming group that you meet like after school or during lunch during work or something like that. I think like something like Fiasco even might be even kind of a fun little game to play, fun little RPG where it's like, you know, you kind of have to make up a story, but also they kind of give you the background and give you some other things depending upon what dice you roll and stuff like that where it kind of leads the story in a direction where you don't always have to think of every little thing. It kind of leads you along this path where a lot of RPGs are just you and the GM kind of making up stuff like all of the time.
1: You know, I never got to play that one and I was really curious about it for that.
0: So good. It's so good. And they have a lot of different scenarios too, so it just Oh man. I you should like you you know, you you're the one of the one of these people that like to go back and listen. I think we played one where it was like, oh, my God, what was that? We were stuck in the Arctic, and we had this thing where, like, we were trying to... There was, like, some diplomat was coming or whatever, and we had to make make them feel, like, welcome and stuff like that. And we invited Nickelback... And then Mike, en- Mike ended up killing the drummer from Nickelback and wearing his face and pretending to be the drummer. And, oh, my God, it was just just so dumb, but it was so fun. And it ended up just going just 80 different ways.
1: That's how spying works, right? You cut off faces. And-
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, right? Uh,
1: <laughs> you should have just been like, you're not Nicholas Cage. You don't do that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, this is crazy. God, that sounds awesome. Yeah, it's a, fun, it's a fun little game that, again, it just, it leads you. You don't have to put as much thought on it. You can just be silly.
1: So the next one, this is like a combative creative game. Mm. And like, so when you play like lower play account, you get your own team. but when you play bigger accounts, you each are a member of that team, right? And the game is called Story War. So it's like, a, I feel like I said that very odd. Story War. (laughs) I said it like it was like a French film, like Story War. So anyway, (laughs) what's pretty cool is the game, like uh, the box, like simple uh, box where it's like, you know, the two decks of cards in there. And it actually like looks like a book. So the concept is each turn, there's a judge, like almost every other one of these social games, right? And they get a little green environment card. So take, for example, you and I, good sir, we're in the trapped temple. It is a temple built to honor the spirit of giant swinging blades and hidden spike pits, right? So the way it works is each person or team will get like some of these story cards, right? So like, you know, it'll be like, if you're playing just your own team, you get three. If you're playing uh, bigger teams, I think it's like you each get two and you choose one. So like my team is a mummy, a leprechaun, and an imp, right? And you get like two item cards. And sometimes they're not amazing so it's like one of my items is a towel because it's the most massively useful thing in all the universe and the other is a magnet the strange artifact attracts metals with an unknowable force i would have loved it if it said how do they work on the card so anyway. <laughs> and your team i don't like the three cards i pulled for you because it looks like you're gonna win this fight is a behemoth <laughs> <laughs> a knight she will defend her realm with your dying breath and a mad scientist, because this power-hungry lunatic knows that sufficiently advanced magic is indistinguishable from science. And and your two, oh, this is this is not cool. So your two items are a winter wand. This ice device can freeze with ease. And a defibrillator, <laughs> great for bringing someone back to life or putting them back to dead. <laughs> So, the way this it works is, is this like. Is, this
0: is like Logan fighting uh, Andre the Giant or something. This is so unfair. Yeah.
1: Well, you know, you never know. Because, like, okay, so ready? So, it's like, I'm going to put down my mummy, right? Um, so, anyone hit by the mummy's curse bomb will be wrapped up in bad luck for the rest of their life. And you throw it like you're a bad scientist, right? And you're like, you know what? My scientist is ready to, like, you know, to shock you with his defibrillator because he amped it up using his science to make it, like, super deadly. I'm like, that's neat because my mom is going to break out this magnet and pull the defibrillator over to me. So now he has it. And you're like, oh no. (laughs) So it's like, you know, you kind of like improv out your fight. And like every time the judge is like, yeah, like that would be a hit or something, like basically you like everyone gets two hits. Like you tap them once. Sorry, magic. You exhaust them once or turn Mm -hmm. them sideways to show like they're hurt. And then like when they're out of the fight, you flip them over. And this thing it was funny like kim saw this a while ago at a a game store and we're like "Ah, you know it's like 20 bucks we'll see you know we'll see what's up um when we hit uh dexcon somebody had all three editions of it as an auction starting at five bucks wow and nobody challenged us on our bid and we were super happy for five dollars it's it's pretty cool. It's definitely something you can, like, play with kids and everything. It's, like, yeah. there's no, like, story wars after dark or any crap like that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, um, you know, like, story, war- story wars uncensored. But mm-hmm. there's actually, and the one thing that I like, too, is, like, uh, there's, like, a lot of blank cards. So you can actually make up your own stuff. So, like, Logan could make Logan in the game. <laughs> nice. And, you know, and it's, and, yeah, it's pretty cool because you can do stuff like that. And, like. So let's just say, you know, you pick this up and it's something to like mess around with, like, you know, like your kids or your spouse or something. And like, they see a movie and they're like, oh my God, like the latest, like uh, old man Logan. And they're like, oh my God, that X-23 kid was crazy. Like you can make a character card like X-23 and not the comm type, you know, <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> and, you know and, uh, and stuff like that. And you can, or you can make like one of the characters like Xavier his brain's a little wonky you know (laughs) and you can have fun with it like that it's it's a really cute little style game i like the fact that you're making teams and you're you're beating up on each other and just like the you know the level of items like one of the other items uh over here take for example like in their flavor text is pretty fun like the skeleton key the key can unlock any door even metaphorical ones (laughs) nice you know so it's like your mad scientist can be like you know what I'm going to use the skeleton key to finally break down those barriers between me and my boss, appeal to his senses. I'm going to get a promotion, and I'm going to make sure that this lab develops anti-mummy technology to take your mummy down. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, oh, man. Uh, yeah, I think my mummy's taking a hit on that one. <laughs> nice. Yeah, it's, it's pretty fun, pretty small. Um, I've seen it, like, on Amazon at time for, like, 12 bucks, which is not a bad deal and uh it you know it's like i said this is another one of those games that i like it because it, it fits well like with kids too mm-hmm. and you can make the fight silly yeah you know because like the one thing is there's none of the none of the cards are like machine gun or machete it's just things yeah you know so it's not like oh i cut your head off like, Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> like you know it's like you, you know you got to be a little uh creative with your thing
0: yeah so that's awesome
1: yeah, it's, it's, it's something that uh, I would definitely say try out. So I uh, I threw it on Facebook, just checking out to see what other games of this nature that people like, right? Uh, one of them is something I heard on the Mile High Game Guys a lot, which is I Dark Overlord, right? It's a game where, like, you're all goblins that have failed your master somehow. Mm. So the Overlord is like, you know, like, why have you not... Like, you know, he says what you were out to do. And it's like, why have you not brought me the maiden or torn down these castle walls or whatever
0: i've totally heard of this one this one sounds amazingly fun
1: yeah and the whole thing is like you're trying to always shift the blame to the other goblins,
0: <laughs> you know yeah because then the overlord's supposed to take off take out the, the goblin that can't do th- their, their best right description of it or whatever
1: yeah, and it's like, the, basically the Overlord gives, like, withering gazes, and when somebody gets three withering gazes, they're obliterated. Nice. And the, and the whole idea is, like, you can give them out for any arbitrary reason you want. Like, when somebody's like, oh, yeah, but you told me to do this, it's like, like, you're telling me what I said? Like, don't you dare ever question your master! Withering gaze, you know. <laughs> so, uh, Sabrina mentioned, by the rights, it's a pitching game where you're selling new movie ideas, like, from, uh, Cards, which sounds very similar to Pitchstorm. I'm wondering if, uh, by the rights is readily available if we might use that as a basis to create some of our own cards. Mm-hmm. Um, Channel A is all about uh, an anime producing show. And then there's Big Idea, which is like dealing with like businesses of the same nature. Um, I heard of Channel A a while ago. Uh, it's another one, like when it came out, so in a couple of shops, and I never really saw it lately. I'm wondering if maybe it did not do as well as people were hoping. Mm, yeah. But, yeah, I, I enjoy games like this. And uh, with time not being as open as it used to be, sometimes little games like this are pretty fun for you. Quick sample to try around.
0: Yeah. Oh, and they almost seem like a good, like, <clears throat> excuse me, before or after or even in between kind of thing, too, where it gets people loosened up. Like, say, you just played, you know, two or three hours of Terraforming Mars, and everyone's just like, God, I'm so tired, or, like, I just need, you know, a drink and a refresh. So it's like, well, hey, let's throw let's play this game for a couple of minutes get our you know get our juices flowing and then we can get into the next thing
1: yeah and i mean i i kind of almost would prefer these as like the quote-unquote filler games over some of the others because it's a case of like you can play these in five minutes you know you don't need to have like 20 30 40 minutes like you do for a lot of other like because sometimes uh you ever have the thing where you go to play your filler game and it ends up taking like 35 minutes and you're like it was only supposed to be 10 while we were waiting for them. Now they started another game. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> so sometimes that 5 to 10 minute mark is exactly where you want to hit.
0: Yeah, definitely. That's awesome. So, you know, if you have games that you that have kind of popped into your head that you think, oh my gosh, that would be such a great game to add to this conversation, why don't you get in the conversation on our Facebook page, Cast? Uh, also on Twitter at mfgcast2, you know, just kind of tell us some things that you're, you know, excited about because you know we like to hear from you.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Plus, I would love to hear about more games of this nature to see if there's something that I'm uh, missing out on that I can be enjoying myself.
0: Yeah, definitely, definitely. And speaking of missing out, don't miss out on this great deal. Just like you heard in the beginning of this episode, if you go to tinkerbotgames.com for the month of September, put in the code mfgcast20 you will get Ghostal for 20% off. plus you actually get free international shipping to anywhere. It's a game that we've talked about when I re- when I reviewed this on this very podcast that I love this game so much. And now with Halloween coming up, I mean if you need a Halloween themed game that's an awesome dice drafting game, then you gotta get ghostal. And it's one of those that if you if you don't get it now at you know during this month, if you're in the U.S., you have to pay that international shipping, where those charges can be pretty high. So make sure you go, uh, make sure you go to TinkerBotGames.com. Use that MFGCast code MFGCast20 to get your 20% off. And thanks for listening. And until next time, I'm Kurt. And this is D. Wyatt. And this was the Cast. Legends of Tabletop Podcast, creating legends one dive time.